Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yes, guys, I'm sorry. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. If you're watching live with us, as we are, Rodri Giggs on football. We're going to talk all the latest news from the world of the beautiful game. Um, just as we wait for some for the latecomers and uh, whatnot for the live viewers, we'll have a quick uh, super, what is it, prediction league, raising money for charity. We'll have a little look at the Super 6 update. Not many of us in double figures last round. Anita John came up top with 11 points. Last season's champion, Craig Sullivan, just beat Rodri Giggs to top the celebrity table. And faster uh, is good round. I'm now six points behind Rodri for the season. So uh, he's overtaken me, but that's okay. It's a long way to go. International break this weekend. So the next Super Sex is on uh, Saturday, the 1st of October. Don't forget. Make sure it's there. It's, uh, but Rodri is roared into the lead. By six massive points, I don't know yeah, how I'll we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Yeah, I'm not going to be, you know, all you know, like you were. I'm going to be very humble with <laughs> it. So, you sent me like 250 texts today. <laughs> Mind the gap. No, it's, uh, it's a long you know, way. You know, you know, when you got to scroll down, you got to scroll yeah. down for ages. Scroll down. Where, 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 <coughs> oh, where does it end? Yeah, Just so. text and gifts. But in fairness, you you celebrated last season very early and then ended up with egg on your face as I brutalised you and one eyes. Yeah, but I was never really, you know, I was always coming from behind. You know, we started at a level playing field this year, so yeah, it's, excuses, man. it's not good excuses. But we'll see. Obviously, I missed the week tonight, which is where it let me down. I was comfortably ahead of you before that. But there we go. It's me playing the violin. It's the world's smallest violin. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Wales uh, Wales game's on at the moment. 25 minutes into the game and Belgium are 1-0 up. Um, not ideal. But, uh, they, look, I find it very difficult to care about the Nations League. I always want Wales to win, obviously. But I do find it difficult to just... I just 
just feels like glorified friendlies to me. But, you know, there is. But on that note, um, looks like Wales and England are going to drop out of League A in, League, in the Nations League. And Scotland are going to go up into League A. Would you ever believe it? But um, one player, mate, who's had a, a very big resurgence this year, I think it's fair to say, uh, firstly with his club and now for his country, is Scott McTomney. Like, people were slagging him and Fred off um, as a duo, I think it's fair to say. I think most people who are not, like, for the hyperbole were kind of, like, um, you know, on their own. Like, Fred's had some good games. McTominay's had some good games. But as a duo, I don't think they were the greatest. But um, Scott McTominay is keeping Casemiro out of the United side. And he was absolutely outstanding for Scotland last night against Ukraine. Uh, he really, really was excellent. And I know sometimes he plays in defence for him. Uh, he yeah. plays centre-back for Scotland. But, you know, he's, um, he's having a very good season. Needs to stay fit now for the rest of the season to really cement it as a almost like a coming-out party for him this year, really. Could be. Yeah, well, you know, I've been critical of him as well, to be, to be quite honest. But, yeah, he's, it's just I think it's just maybe the, the Fred and McTominay. You know, it clearly didn't work, but people persisted with it, persisted with it. And it obviously didn't work. And, he, and with him and, and, you know, Ericsson or Bruno or, or whoever plays in there, um, yeah, he's been a lot different and, and, and playing very, very well, consistent. And that's what you've got to do if you play for Manchester United. You know, recent past, he, he hasn't been that consistent. But, yeah, he was, uh, he was excellent last night and, and he's been excellent for, for Eric Van Ten Hag. And, you know, pre, after... But it's interesting, isn't it? Like football is very much about partnerships, like the centre backs, the the wingers, and the full backs, the strikers, whatever it may be. But like for whatever reason, Fred and McTominay just don't work. They there's a style or uh, the way they play. But individually, both for their you know they've both stood out for their international teams. But just together, they just don't seem to be the same. Well, they're, the same. they're clearly good players because the managers keep on picking. Like you say, they're playing international games. You know, Scotland they haven't really got much of a pool to pick from, so no. you'd expect Tomney to play Manchester United player. You know, playing for Manchester United, you'd expect him to play for Scotland, and that's no disrespect to Scotland, but they're not. Um, it's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, but. Um, no, and Fred as well. He, he plays a lot for for Brazil, and Brazil, you know, are no mugs either. <laughs> you know, they're a top side, and for him to be playing now, you got Casemiro. I'm sure eventually they'll they'll gel because they they obviously play together in Brazil, so they're used to each other. So, but you know, the first thing you need to do is sort that back four. Right? It looks like he's done that now. I didn't see Dalot doing what he's doing, but you know, kudos to him. Malaysia, you know what I think about Malaysia. He's a uh, He's an excellent player. He's, you know, his tenacity, his attitude, it's infectious. Um, and then obviously, Varane's come back as, as we know him as a Real Madrid player. He played for Real Madrid. And Martinez, is, as like I've always said, it doesn't really matter if he's five foot nine or not. He wins a lot of duels. He's good in he's good in the air for his height, and, and he's excellent on the ground. So and he can pass. So yeah, it's looking good. Um, yeah, but you know, long, long, long way to go yet. Long way to go. Yeah, it's interesting. I think with that because um, 
obviously, uh, Malassia's playing left whip, left back. You got Dalat playing right back, but but Luke should, like obviously uh, Wambasaka is not in the England squad, so it hasn't been for a while, so he hasn't got that same opportunity. But Luke Shaw has got an opportunity now if he can get some game time for England and play well. He kind of puts himself in the window to Ten Hag to say, you know, don't forget me. Look, um, not last season, but the season before, I was a big I thought Luke Shaw was one of the best left backs in Europe at that 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 season. I thought on form, he was fit, he was playing week in week out, and he was one of the better fullbacks in the in in Europe in the country. Unfortunately. He seems to have fallen away a bit then, fitness-wise and whatnot. But it, he did um, that run of form coincided with them signing. It might have been Dalot actually. So he had some actual competition. Whereas previous to that, Tellers, Tellers, that was it. Sorry. So obviously <laughs> previous to that, he was like um, he was always first choice. He had no, no one was ever going to play in front of him. There was no one really there, and it was just almost like he was comfortable. So I'm kind of interested what his reaction will be now between now and obviously you've got the World Cup break and he, he could if that if I'm Eric Ten Hag, Luke Shaw could have the best be the best player for England uh, from now until the World Cup. He still won't play for Man United. I don't. He will be sold. You know, hopefully he does play well because that'll boost up his price. And you can sell him in December or the summer, but Luke Shaw's finished at Man United now. That Malassi will be left back for the next 10 years. What if Luke Shaw has, I don't know how many years he's got left on his contract, but what if he has, like, you know, I think he's probably going to go to the World Cup with England. What if he's, like, in the team of the tournament and he comes out of that World Cup as, you know, on the back of the best, you know, best left back in the world on, on paper or on form? Yeah. Surely he's got to play that, haven't he? No. No. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that that's his that's his left back. You know, he scouted him from when he played for Ajax. You could see the, the the reaction he had when he was playing against him when he was sat in the dugout. If you if you've ever seen it, and then he's gone on to bought him. He wanted to buy him for Ajax, but obviously he's come to Man United and he's brought him here. And it was just a, a, a just the perfect situation for him to put him in. You know, mm. few bad losses. Luke Shaw's in that team, and then you put him in. And then the team goes from strength to strength, and he's the, one of the catalysts from that, from his attitude, from his tenacity, from his pressing. And you don't get that with Luke Shaw. So no, Luke Shaw's finished at Man United. So if Luke Shaw's finished, is Harry Maguire also finished? No, 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 I don't. No, Harry Maguire. If you put if, you put, if Harry Maguire you put him with a Martinez or a, a Rafael Ran, Rafael Ran. I think, you know, he's just having a bad time at the minute. I remember, you know, name me, name me any players that have, have played a whole season, every single game. And, you know, that was his first season and he, and he did very, very well. He's just going through a bad time. So, uh, and so have Man United. It's just, you know, it's highlighted because he's £80 million. He plays for the biggest club in the world, arguably. And it's Manchester United. It's always been the case. So it's you know we've we've had top defenders come out this week or yesterday. Kilkelly saying he thinks Harry Maguire is a good centre, good centre half. So and other players as well. And I've been critical of him, but you know I still 
you know, looking at bigger picture and no, Harry Ware's not finished at Man United, in my opinion, but you know, Ten Hag might have a different different opinion. I just think um he's made so many high profile mistakes. I disagree, mate. I, 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 my, my memory of the bigger games of Lindelof making mistakes in Aaron Maguire. Mm, don't know. Over so, the years, Aaron Maguire hasn't made mistakes. Yeah, maybe it's more recent games. memory. Every single year, if it's to Chelsea or a Liverpool game, it's always Lindelof making a mistake. Only the big games. The, the, the other games, he's very good at. In the big games, when you need him the most, he always makes a howler or loses his man or gets outpowered or yeah, it's always in. I don't have a memory of I just have how memory of how we got in a bad couple of years. Ever since he got arrested, since then. Yeah, I wonder if it's a bit of um like off the field issues that led to the dip in form. Well, you wouldn't think so, because he's just been married, you know, his, his life's you know, he's he's got a great life. So I don't think it's that. He's just having a a bad time and he's you know when he come back from injury his first game they brought him on as a sub against uh vardy which is probably the worst player you could bring him up against and vardy run him to death and um yeah and exposed him that night and he just gone from bad to worse from then but no i i still think harry Maguire is a good asset to have it Manchester United, and he's the captain mm. what was interesting was that um after they lost the first Europa, Europa League game of the season, uh, Ten Hag reverted to his strongest team available the next game to make sure that you know, they got a win or they got a performance. So well, that if they was to sort of stick to that, Harry Maguire might not get as many games as perhaps they thought. But then, I no, saw he might someone... not. He might not, mate. But this this manager's, uh, but he's pretty much shown that to me uh, the the last fixtures. If someone gets injured and Harry Maguire comes in and they keep on winning, it doesn't change it. Yeah. I saw some people off the back of those comments from Cellini um, on social media and that saying that United could end up playing like three centre-backs with Maguire going in the yeah. middle of... It's, I just, it's an um... option because you've got, you've got real... Dalot can work on his his distribution and so can Malassia, but you've, you've got two willing runners that can play that wing-back role. Mm. And then so you've got the added, yeah, and you've got the added bonus with someone alongside Ronaldo as well. Mm. So he would probably benefit more from that. But that, that's mm. probably for away games and stuff like that. I'm never going to play free at Old Trafford. No, and I think it's interesting to me at least that you think Luke Shaw has done regardless of his form for England. But Harry he's Maguire, been here eight years, mate. He's been here eight years. He's he's been. Mm. Probably yeah, two good seasons maybe out of those eight, which is probably yeah. When you look at that, to be, it's not to good be, to be fair to him, yeah, he did have a bad, bad, bad injury. Yeah, but, you know that was four or five years ago now. He's, he's recovered from that, and he always just seems to me that just just play within himself. Mm. That's the frustrating. That's just the enough. frustration things with Luke Shaw. He always seems to just play within himself. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So 
never like busting a gut. Never, mm. never see Luke Shaw like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always spit up. You know, yeah. So, so why, why does Gareth Southgate like him so much then? Well, he hasn't got much options there. Who's oh, come on, mate. They got loads of fullbacks in and have left back. Chillwell. No, if they've got loads of left back, why did they play a right back there in Trippier? So they haven't not blessed with good I mean, left Trippier's back. Trippier's two-footed, isn't he? But like Chillwell, no, but he's still he's predominant right-footed, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He is if you want someone right with left foot to, to balance the team out, that's why you he, he, he picked Luke Shaw, Chillwell. Is Chillwell been picked? I think he's in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. So Chillwell. Luke Shaw, and then the added cover of Trippier, if they want Trippier, which which Trippier could easily do because he's a good footballer. Um, but no, predominantly you want a left footer, and mm. yeah, and Luke Shaw, he's he's pretty consistent, Southgate. In even if you're not doing well, doesn't matter if you're playing well. At, yeah, too. If you're not if you're not playing, but you, you've done well for me. Mm. You, I'm going to pick you. That, that has obviously proven that with Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw. Absolutely. Um, just switching over to Wales, Belgium have just scored another goal, so it's 2 0. Um, Kevin De Bruyne. It's uh, this is a little bit frustrating. England, uh, sorry, Wales are without. Well, it's played nine times in 10 years. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, but absolutely mental, mate. Come on, why, why are they playing the same teams? It's just like. Well, it's just because they keep getting drawn against them, isn't it? Supposedly. No, I no, don't believe that there's a. Don't you, don't you don't you think that the same teams England seem to play? There the should same be some sort of well. rules, shouldn't there, to keep yeah certain team like stop yeah. Well, you played you played someone enough now over the years, so we'll, you will take, take you out, out of it. Yeah. But obviously Wales without Ben Davis, Aaron Ramsey, Joe Allen, uh, Harry Wilson, but Wales started from what I saw. Wales started very well. And they just conceded a goal, and it's gone. It's just yeah. a different, different vibe. Isn't it? But not, you look at that not, Belgian side, mate. It's full of not, superstars. It's just, isn't no, it? but this tournament, it's a different vibe, and it's like you say, it's a grow-up friendly. I don't even watch it, to be honest. Yeah, at I all. Like I've really already got it on like in the background here. But if it um, was, if it wasn't on with you, now I wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, you are there, mate. Right, I done a couple of shows this week. I did a show Monday, and then I did a show yesterday um, on. <clears throat> The Cardiff's decision to sack their manager. I haven't had oh, yeah, your so reaction about it. Last, I got the end of last night. It's gone. Tell me your reaction to the news that Cardiff City sacked Steve Morrison. Obviously, we don't know um, <clears throat> if something's gone on or something's happened whereby they didn't have a choice. But let's assume that what we do well, know is, is he's been is sacked. What happened. Let's this assume it's happened. a football decision. Yeah, at the but this, yeah but this, this is the, the, that goes against the point. This is. Explains to me why people in football who who are not involved in football make football decisions. Yeah, because he's working with limited budget, young players. You're going to get inconsistent. Um, and one nil away from home at Huddersfield, they've been a Premier League club two years ago, is no mean feat. So it's very premature, but. You know, it's, sometimes you, you can never win. Steve Morrison had probably had to win almost every game to, to keep it, his job. So it's just just a shame. He's, he's got the experience. He, he's probably looking at like a 
good, exciting young squad. But like I say, with that comes inconsistency and, you know, you're in a result business and, and with, with people, business people making football decisions is never good. So, that's yeah. Like I've been saying to you, mate, for the last couple of weeks, I don't think Cardiff will get relegated. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs, but I thought they'd finish like top 10 or something this year. But then I really thought that, you know, they might bring in one or two in the summer and then next year they're well positioned to so really saying, push on. So what, so what you're, what I'm saying is Hudson comes in now, wins every game, gets the job, and then two months down the line has a rocky yeah. period. Are they going to yeah. do the same thing? Yeah. Well, oh, six months down the line, are they going to do the same exactly thing? It's just like, come on, it's um, give someone time. What's he been there? Four months, five months, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, in there long, yeah, but like, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. So, what I discussed yesterday, so a lot of the names which have been linked, you've got like um, Sean Dyche, Nathan Jones is the favorite, who's obviously the Luton manager at the moment. Michael well, Sean Dyche doesn't go there. No, I don't think I don't think they could afford to pay his wages anyway. No. They're but, gonna go there. Bournemouth, yeah. Bournemouth are looking for a manager. Uh, Leicester yeah. might be looking for a manager soon. Very true. Um, so no, he's a Premier League manager, Sean Dyche. He's proven that. Don't. Like for me, um, so for, there's a, there was a couple, there's a couple of aspects to it. One, I think the fan base is so pissed off now because they sacked the manager like just out with the blue, and also the fan base is worried that they're gonna go back to their kind of tried and trusted like dinosaur managers who get linked with all the same jobs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Tony Pulis. Yeah. Neil Warnock's been linked with it again. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like we've just moved away from that. But this is what I mean. It's just going round and round. This yeah. Is you, get, you, get, you get a nice young manager, hungry manager like Morrison. Brought you know, in 20 players in the summer. 20. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, someone up upstairs. Same deal with Nottingham Forest. Steve Cooper's gone, isn't he? Yeah, dead man finished. walking. He's finished. Well, you can't do it with all them players. It takes so 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 long to. Sometimes it 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 gels, but sometimes it doesn't. And when you're under pressure, and you know there's a lot of money at stake, he'd be gone. Big experienced manager, keep us in the league. So yeah, I'd be very very. Uh, in fact. I'll show my ass on this if he's Steve Cooper's in a job in December. In yeah, I'd be surprised. Because, because they they look trigger-happy them as well. Yeah, they well, they have been. Since they come in, they've been they've yeah. been through a few managers. So he, like, he's the same deal. He needs to win almost every game. And it, they're, they're conceding a lot of goals. Well, someone in the comments on yesterday's show said that he reckoned that Cardiff are waiting for Steve Cooper to be sacked to bring him in, which I think would be a mistake myself. But, so what I, my point was, so my that first point was... You would, kept, you would have kept with Steve Morrison, wouldn't you? Yeah, just wait for him to yeah. get sacked and then do it. But, yeah. you know, it's weird. Who knows? So, I yeah, two points I had with it was, one, I think there's only two people they can bring in where the fans will be happy, like, um, unanimously happy without there being, like, a split of... Some like him, some don't. And that's if you bring in Nathan Jones from Luton, who's a Welshman, a Cardiff fan. He'll have a, you know, he'll have the passion, he'll have a, um, a a relationship with the fans straight away. So I think he would be a popular choice. He plays good football, he's used to playing with a budget, etc. However, on the negative side, he has had his fingers burnt when he left Luton the first time to go to Stoke 
and had a bunch of prima donnas who'd just been relegated from the Premier League who'd just basically down tools for him. Um, Maybe he hasn't got that. He's got a young side. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, which is obviously that's the difference. The other thing, though, the other person who I said was Craig Bellamy, but I also don't believe that he will work with the board. So that's pretty well, much well, what about no, Hudson? No. Um, I think I think Mark Hudson would be a good choice. I don't know though if that's my own bias, having like recently spoken to him and, and chatted to him and spent a bit of time with him because he did a really good job as a caretaker manager for Huddersfield twice. He plays good football. So the one thing I did say yesterday was let's assume if Steve Morrison has been sacked because he fell out with the board, like, so it's just him versus the board sort of thing. And it's not his coaching staff. It's not the results. It's just Steve Morrison's had some sort of falling out with the board. Then Mark Hudson and the rest of the coaches can stay there. So for the sake of the squad and continuity, Mark Hudson's probably the best choice. But what they need, if they're going to have a Hudson, a Bellamy, a Tarek, a, or anyone, you know, a young and inexperienced manager, they need a buffer. They need someone, whether it's a director of football or what, or they create a different role. They need someone who knows football, who can be the buffer between the team and the board. Because the people who made that decision to sack Steve Morrison, none of them has any football knowledge or experience. So if it is a decision based on football, it's a poor one because everyone who's got any basic understanding of football understands that if you bring in 20 new players, you can't expect them to gel in six weeks. Like, and if you've got a young squad, then you're going to have a result like Middlesbrough where the first half you're amazing, you're 3-0 up, then you kind of falter a little bit, nerves, whatever, and then the next Saturday, they were poor on Saturday, but Huddersfield away is two long trips in a week. And Huddersfield away is a difficult game anyway. So it wasn't like the end of the world. We all expected it. Like it was going to be a bit up and down this season because of all the reasons I just said. But for some reason, this board thought they knew better. Now, to me, that's why they need someone in that setup above the manager within either within the board or working with the board who knows football will they do it they should have done it a year ago they should have done it when neil warnock left makes no sense to me mate but there's no football knowledge up there yeah exactly exactly um but yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be disappointed with mark hudson is the choice i think <clears throat> nathan jones is probably the the best bet safe bet for a number of reasons. I think he ticks, well, that, he ticks the boxes for the club cost, and for the fans. And it'll cost a lot of money as well. Yeah, because he's just signed a he, he's just signed a five year deal with Luton. But yeah. So that'll yeah. cost a lot of money. Will, will are they really want to do that? No, probably not. Who knows? Like they said when when Mehmet Dalman came on the show with me, he said that they weren't going to spend any money or they weren't planning to spend any money in the transfer market until next summer. And then few weeks later, they bought uh, Robinson from West Brom for a fee, which was very unexpected, but we needed a striker, and they got Steve Morrison, the striker he wanted. And then they sack him, like, weeks later, and it just doesn't add up, mate. So, you know, as it's my opinion that something has gone on. I'm sure eventually it will be come out. Um, Steve Morrison's got an NDA at the moment, so he's not talking to anyone. We'll see where it goes, mate, but if it's a, if it's a football if it's a decision based on football results, 
it's a fucking piss poor decision. Is all mm -hmm. I will say. If it's something else, maybe you know, if something's happened, it might have been that their hands are tied. They have to sack him. If that's the case, tell the fans or tell you know, tell people that. But as usual, the communication is shocking. But um, the championship, mate. I said last week. I think this year's championship is going to be the closest ever. It is so tight in there. And, you know, everyone could beat everyone in the championship anyway. It's always, you know, difficult to predict and close. But I just think after 10 games, there's, <clears throat> there's uh, if you take out Coventry, obviously, because they've uh, got a few games in hand. But if you go from Middlesbrough in 22nd, there's only 13 points between the relegation zone and the team at the top. So that's nothing in the championship, 13 points that can be eaten up in four or five weeks. So, you know, there's teams like Middlesbrough, West Brom, Hull, Cardiff in the bottom sort of eight, set, six or seven, who by the end of the season could be up in the playoffs and challenging for promotion. It is just going to be so tight. And uh, it's fascinating, but I just don't understand the decision. i got to be honest. Um, an interesting one, Rotherham manager Paul Warren was linked with the Cardiff job. Um, he is uh, Chris Barker, obviously, who uh, tragically died um, a couple of years back. Um, his brother is uh, Paul Warren's assistant, and he was linked to the Cardiff job, but he's actually been appointed Derby County manager now, left Rotherham. But I wanted to ask you about that, right? Rotherham, he's done an exceptional job at Rotherham. They've had promotions and stuff from League One, League Two. They've done really well. And then they've started the championship season really well this year. They're eighth, 14 points already. If you, you know, for a team who um, everyone expected to be in the relegation battle, to have 14 points on the board already, tremendous. And then he's gone to Derby, who I think are also about eighth in the League One. And look, we all know Derby have got history and it's a big club historically, but the financial turmoil that they're in at the moment, are you surprised that Paul Warren has gone and signed a four-year deal with it? What, what do you mean, financial turmoil? They've just been bought by someone. They have been bought now. If they, I didn't think it had gone through. Well, I think they have been bought by someone, and that's that's probably, this is the, the total opposite from Cardiff. Um, probably someone there who is a football person making a football decision. Let's get the manager who's promising, got promotion from the league we're in, and mm. look to the future. We want, you know, it's a team that's it's arguably a Premier League team. It's been there before. Um, yes, Rotherham. Yes, you know, Rotherham has done very well, but Rotherham's ceiling is probably... Well, yeah. to be honest, no, no. To be honest, that's that's wrong. That because you know you look at Bournemouth, you look at other teams that have, that have done well. Um, so you, you don't. You know, and Rotherham got a nice little stadium now. I say little. It's, it's a nice stadium. So is is the Championship their ceiling? No, but probably Derby's is is bigger. Yeah, I can see that. And I got to be honest, I wasn't. I didn't know that the the. The new owner had been finalised. I thought it was still. I thought they were still discussing it. So I just look at it. it. Looks as if, yeah, there's some money people behind the club. So I guess it yeah. makes sense. They they relieved yeah, that's, that's, Leon. You know, that's, why, 
Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. I do my own work for sure. Come on, Ty. Yeah, um, of course, that's what you're there for, though, mate. You're, yeah. you're supposed to be the expert, aren't you? I just <laughs> recklessly, I recklessly speculate. I... Experts a bit too much, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, they um, they relieved uh, what's his name? Leon, I'm gonna butcher his name now. Leon, uh, Liam uh, Ros- Rosinia of the uh, interim job and uh, brought in Paul Warren. Look, but I think Paul... to stay on as well, though, aren't they? Yes, yes, they have. Yeah, uh, look, I think Paul Warren is a tremendous appointment by Derby. I was more questioning if you were surprised that Paul Warren had decided to leave Rotherham after their good start to go to Derby. But I guess if they've got a bit of stability financially, it makes more sense. to Because, you know, they are a big club. Yeah, they they are a big club. He's just, he's just weighed it up, mate. He's, he's done really, really, really well. Rotherham, he's probably weighed it with his family. And, you know, this is the next step, progress to, you know, I could possibly, you know, this is a bigger ceiling. I could probably get to the Premier League quicker with Derby. Than I could with Rotherham, even though you know Rotherham have started well. He, he obviously, Derby have got a higher ceiling, like I said before, and uh, you've got to agree with him because Derby have been in the Premier League before. Yeah. Although Rotherham have done very, very well and shot through the leagues, but you, you can't say they can't get to the Premier League because you know Bournemouth have done it, and we'll you see other teams do it. Yeah. So. Um, Question: just that Derby a bit much bigger club, aren't they? Much bigger. Yeah, club. yeah, of course. Historically, they are. and and I like I say, they have been a Premier League team before. Um, recently as well in the uh, Carabao Cup, uh, Wayne Rooney's cousin, eighteen-year-old Jake Rooney, made his debut for Derby, and by all accounts, had an exceptional debut and game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he develops, you know, as he gets older and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's got the ears. The, the family ears, but uh, no, he, he looked good apparently. Um, I gotta ask you, mate, does it make you feel old? It makes me feel old that um, the Premier League youngest player as record has been broken again by a 15 year old, uh, 2007 came on for Arsenal against Brentford. 15 is born in 2007. Oh my god! Yeah, well, he's the same age as my middle son. Like it's yeah. unreal. I've probably got trainers older than that. Yeah, mate, it's scary. Like, and I get like, um, like you know, when you're 17, 18, you you know, you you you're becoming a man. So I I get that. And Wayne Rooney was just a freak of nature, wasn't he? He was a 16 year old who looked like a 19, 20 year old. So I got that. But this boy is like, he looks like a 15 year old. Um, looked pretty good, like looked all right. Looked didn't look. Um, yeah, but it's a bit like coming out to the Emirates and then come on, get get home. You got me still in the morning. Come on, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. And then yeah, walking, like... walking, walking into school, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, look at this yeah. on your morning coming on. Yeah, it'd be pretty weird, but you know, a lot of the kids are dealing with as well. But you know, right. So here's a question: they obviously think he's a. Uh, He's mature enough, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, it's um, it's very good for lad, obviously. But yeah, and look, you know, back phenomenal. in the day, I remember, I remember when, when Ryan did it when he was seventeen, and that was a big thing when back then, mm. you know, in ninety-one. Uh, but now fifteen, you know, it's different times, social media, so it's a lot of pressure for the lad. So this is what I was going to ask you: like, you can't tell me that Arsenal are so. You've got so many injuries and suspensions that they're down through the 
18, 19 year olds and stuff. They're down to the 15 year olds. So they obviously rate him highly. But is it putting undue pressure on a kid to bring him in now just yeah. for the just for yes. the headlines, basically? Yes, but you would you would like to think, like I just said, that they know the boy. They've obviously worked been there obviously a bit. And they know him, and they think they can deal with it. He's obviously got a good, you'd fit hope. He's got a good family, and they can support him. But you should have to wait and see uh, if it was the right decision or not, because we've seen it go the other way. <laughs> well, like, you know, love the limelight, forget what why they why they get them in the limelight, and then just lose the way. So, yeah. Well, we've um, we've talked about Deli Ali a lot recently this season, haven't we? Like, is he going to rediscover no, that? Yeah, but Deli Ali was a man. This, you know, this is a this yeah, is a, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But he, you know, he was young when he came to Spurs, wasn't he? But yeah, I mean, I'm talking yeah, like some what you talking are talking like, like a child, new, yeah, like Bostock, you know, when he was at Palace, yeah, and Bostock was one, wasn't he? Who no. faded away. Um, there's been a few more, but there was no, a couple no. in at the Everton one there, like, um, after Rooney, a couple of youngsters came. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply through and I think yeah. Tom, Tom Davis was quite no, young, Jeff, wasn't he? Yeah, Jeff yeah Jeff Francis was Jeffers right. was about 18, wasn't he? Jeffers did all right, though. He went to Arsenal. He did okay, didn't work out Arsenal, but he still had an okay career. Yeah, he did do pretty well. I think like that Tom Davis, who plays, for, I think he still plays for Everton, um, very good football, actually. Uh, he, I think he was quite young when he made his Everton debut. But, um I mean, do you, you, know, think, look, you think that the, the the people making decisions know what they know the the family and know the person and, and obviously think they can deal with it? So, yeah, I'd but, like to but think, it, so, but it's a lot to deal with. I would like to think that they haven't done it just for a you know like a headline and stuff, and that oh, no, they're trying I'm to not. do best by I'm, the player. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not. They're at the top of the league. They want to win games. You know, we probably never would have come on if they weren't three 0 up. Just a bit of experience for the lad, and and they're freeing him up, and they thought, you know what, let's throw him on for the last three or four minutes. So oh, what, what an experience for him, mate. At the end yeah, of the day, exactly. Like, exactly. And you know, it might boost him confidence wise. It, it might, it could go, give him an extra boost of confidence. It could go the other way. We will just have to wait and see. Hopefully, it goes. You know, gives him that boost of confidence to even get better, and we'll, we'll see him play a lot more games. Um, on Daddy Ali, uh, let's have a little update of his Besiktas career so far. He scored, he scored recently, didn't he? Two appearances, one goal, doing there very well. So, oh, you know, I would, I used to really enjoy watching Daddy Ali play football for Spurs before Jose Mourinho came in. So, if yeah, he can we'll rediscover that form, I would be very yeah, happy. You would think, you know, when is the penny going to drop, Dele? How low are you going to go? So you really well, when he uh, turned up, when he signed for Frank Lampard at Everton, and he turned up in that Bentley, Rolls Royce, yeah, uh, or Rolls Royce, was that? I was just like, "Ah, oh, mate, come on!" Like you've just spent mate, two years on the bench. To a working class club, the People's Club, in a two hundred and fifty grand motor. After yeah. spending two seasons on the bench, yeah, 
And it might, some of my mates were, what's it matter what car you're driving? Just read the room, though. Just read the room. Just, you don't have to try, you don't have to come in in a, in a pepped out Robbie Malayan. I'm sure you've got other lovely cars. Just don't come in a quarter of a million that you could buy two houses down the road with. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, but these, these savages, they, 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 they want, they want, don't they? <laughs> Um, just on the Wales game, it's half-time now. It's uh, 2-0 to Belgium. Wales were really good for five minutes. And then what I've seen of it ever since, they've been absolutely dreadful. Well, some of the, like, the worst performance I've seen from Wales in such a long time. But, like you said, if I wasn't doing the show and it was on, I probably wouldn't even be watching it. I just... The Nations League is so meaningless. No. Um, however, I'm happy for Scotland that they seem to be getting a bit of momentum out of it it's what you it is what you can take from it i guess but for me personally it's a shame, just... shame they didn't beat him in that in in for the world cup and we played and we could have played him in the in the playoff yeah, what a game, what a game that would have been but uh yeah there we go mate um on the world cup outside of the big boys is there anyone who you fancy What, who are the big boys? Well, you know, the Argentinas, the Brazils, rightly on there. Brazil, Holland. Yeah. Belgium. Anyone who's, won, anyone who's won it previously, let's say, is there anyone you fancy to make a real good run at the winning it? You're, you always got to look at France, you know. France. Anyone who's never won it, though. Oh, never won it. Uh, England. Oh, England won it, aren't they? 96. Uh, 66. 66. Come on. You can't uh, forget that, mate. No, no. You never. <laughs> never <laughs> what about. Stay, right. Um, Qatar going to pay their way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> USA. USA. You could surprise people, USA. but that's, that, means it, that means England or Wales don't make it. So, mind you, can the third one qualify? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just the, the top, top two. two in it. Yeah. They changed the um, rules every few minutes, so I don't know. No. Yeah, he's still sitting there. But, you know, um, so I'll go through some of the teams now to just so you're not doing it off memory. But, like, you're like the top person, the, the highest person who comes third. Aren't you sure there's like two? Athletes? There might be. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure. I think I know that the top two 100% go in. I don't know whether there's. Something with the best third place team. Um, I think people uh, underestimate USA, Mike, by the way. Um, they're not the USA of 15 years ago or whatever. They've got some good footballers. They're not depend. They're not depending on like um, Roy Wigley and all the rest of them back in the day. Yeah, they got like some proper footballers. Um, no, I so, know, but still, yeah. still you'd expect yeah, a load of Premier League players to be a lot of MLS players. Of course you should. I mean, but but a lot of their players yes, don't play got, in the MLS. Yes, you've got to play in the Pul- Champions League. Yeah, but who? Which ones? Pulisic. Pulisic. Um, who, who's, not play, who's not been playing? But what I mean is that I don't think that many of them play in the in the MLS. I'm sure a couple of them do, but um, I think generally there's quite they've got you know a squad full of players who are based oh, in listen, Europe. Listen, listen, if, 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 I'm sure 
you know, and they're, and they're all about nationality, you know, USA and all that rubbish. And, they're very, and, they're, very, and they're very together. But you still, if Wales turn up and play to their maximum, and USA play to their maximum, I still think Wales are stronger. And they've got the, the, the added bonus of, you know, Gareth Bale, uh, Ramsey, uh, some, some some top players who, who've been on the top stage before. Um, but, you know, USA, yeah, they won't be no, Iran won't be no mugs either. Yeah, it'd be difficult. but They won't be the whipping boys they were 20 years ago. Iran. No, you, you won't see no 5 nils or 6 nils, but they'll be close games. Plus, in this competition, they're always, they're always close. So I'm just looking at the USA pre-squad for these friendlies now in September. Um, so there are three goalkeepers. You've got uh, one based in New York City. Then you've got the Luton Town goalkeeper and an Arsenal goalkeeper. Uh, their defence, they've got Inter Milan, uh, Inter Miami, Nashville, New York. So there's a few there. But then you've got Celtic, AC Milan, Crystal Palace, Antwerp, Boa Vista, M- uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Leeds... Valencia, Salta Vigo, Los Angeles, Juventus, Rangers, Chelsea, Seattle, Leeds, Norwich, Dortmund. So, I mean, the majority of them half are quite big, half big half teams. Yeah. Yeah, but some of them don't even play. Yeah, a lot. Play. I was just looking at some of the names. Like, you've got Pulisic, you've got um, Rayner, who plays for Dortmund. And then outside of them, really, I'm not that familiar with a lot of them. Tyler Adams plays for Leeds. I don't really recognise a lot of them. They, you know, they're like squad players, I think, for the European teams. But needless, I still think that they would be a tough ask. But like you yeah, said, Wales and England should be Wales and England should be topping that group together. Plus, in whatever they, they put on the, the no the USA shirt. Like I said before, they're very patriotic, so yes. they're going to give you everything. It's going to be it won't none of none of these games will be pushovers. But if you play to your maximum, play to the way you can, we still still should come second in that group. Absolutely. So, and on the uh, subject of like potential sort of other teams you could do well. Uh, so, you've got Group A, you've got Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and uh, Holland. So, anyone out there, you obviously expect Holland to do well. They did well in the Euros. Um, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar. I, I can't even pick who I think will go through from that group, really. Senegal, I suppose. Who is it, Ken? Qatar. Uh, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Holland. Holland and well, Senegal. Holland is going to win it. Um, Senegal, Qatar, and who's your one? Ecuador. <sighs> South, South, South American South glory. Yeah, so you, so you, you, Qatar are going to be, yeah. Qatar, well, well just be there for numbers. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I don't me, think but... Senegal are as strong as they were 10 years ago, though. No, like, and, 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 period, and Ecuador, them South Americans, you know, they're very good. So Technically, be very good, wouldn't they? Yeah, so you, you, if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd probably say Ecuador. Yeah, they'll have a lot of pace. They'll be technically very good. And then you've got Group B, we've already discussed with England, Wales, USA. Uh, group C, you, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico and Poland. Now, that's quite a... I think that's quite an interesting group. Argentina, you expect Mexico, oh. Poland, who's your one? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. So Saudi Arabia have, have, have surprised over, over the years, but 
still would and it's in, in their part of the wood part neck of the woods so um but yeah you'd still think and poland are always you know lewandowski Levin, probably be lewandowski's last tournament you'd think yeah and then but you've got who argentina um yeah you've got argentina then as well so argentina messi so argentina gonna win who's the the, the one uh argentina south america uh, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. Mexico will be good. There you go, Mexico. So that's going to be a hard route, that. But if I was mm. a betting man, I would go Argentina and... And that's a difficult one, Matt, because Mexico... It is a really are, tough one Mexico, to pick. Yeah. Poland with Lewandowski, I would go Poland just by... Yeah. I think I would like Poland, you know, because Lewandowski, if he goes deep into the tournament, he'll be right up there with the golden boot. But I quite fancy Mexico. These goals, they'll Poland do well. Yeah. yeah do. But I think people will be surprised by um, Saudi Arabia. Like, they've got a, a few Champions League players in their side. And, oh, you know, no, they're not yeah. the very, very top, top names. But they're not terrible either. No, uh, the, groups, you know, like I say, against this, this from their area no, it's, not, it's not Saudi Arabia it's miles away but it's still in that region if you know what I mean yeah and Group D France, Australia Denmark oh, Wales and have they really? go on go on um, France, Australia Denmark and Tunisia oof that's a tough one France, Denmark Tunisia France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. France, Denmark. Easy. Australia, I think, will have a go. But yeah, I'd I'll, I'll, France and Denmark. Yeah. I'll reiterate, France, Denmark, very easily. Uh, Group E, then you've got Spain, Costa Rica, Germany and Japan. Germany, Spain. Yeah, you'd be amazed if either one of them went out from that group, I think. 100%. Um, just who comes who tops the group out of them two, that's all. Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Uh Belgium and Croatia. You know, Croatia have always been in, you know, last four for how many years? Yeah. So yeah, they've always got a good team. Modric is still about, still got some good, decent players. Yeah. Croatia and I think Canada will struggle um, in the tournament. I think they might be one of the. It's always, it's always a surprise team, though, isn't there? Who do yeah. you think that's going to be? Saudi um, Arabia? Saudi Arabia, maybe. Iran, maybe. USA, uh, Ecuador. The South American teams, I think, always have a good chance because they're always very technically and, you know, pacey teams. Um, Morocco, maybe. Got a couple of good players. Oh, yeah. Um, then in Group G, we've got Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Um, well, Brazil, that's a tough group. It's, that it's, is, I've seen the documentary that's coming out next month about uh Ronaldo. No, I haven't. No, it looks really, really good. You need to look, see it. I've seen a preview of it before talking about you know his career from his from his from his childhood, you know, one of them like last dance things like. Uh, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady yeah, all right, okay. in, the, in yeah. the arena like that like look, it looks really good so it's coming out next month but um, yeah Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo Brazil Switzerland always strong aren't they 
Yeah. Who's the other two? Switzerland, uh, Switzerland, Cameroon, Serbia, and Brazil. That's a, it's a real tough group. That is. Yeah, outside yeah. Of that is a, outside Brazil. Brazil. That you could any of them yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Group H: Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea. Or the Korean Republic, South Korea, I think it is. Isn't it? Korea, South Korea always surprised me over the years. They have done well. They haven't of, of late, but I remember they always they, they had a good side in the early two thousands. Uh, but it was over there, though, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, Portugal, obviously. Any of them three, that's a tough one as well. Yeah, it is. It's a real tough group. Um, Uruguay, though, are strong. You know? Yeah, they'll always do well, wouldn't they? they got some yeah, good players. They'll, Cavani, they'll, they'll Cavani and Suarez. Um, on that, Kiefer Moore scored for Wales. A very good goal, actually. Um, do you know, that's a really good sign for Wales. Wales need Kiefer Moore in form because... Even though people aren't, I know people criticise him quite a lot. Like he's critical to the way Wales play. He is very much the focal point, which allows uh, Bale and Ramsey and Brennan Johnson and these people to to move off him. Whenever Kiefer Moore doesn't play for Wales, we do struggle a little bit. We look a bit more disjointed. So to see him scoring is a good sign. See him playing and fit. And do you think these American centre-halves and Iranian, Iranian centre-halves have come against a big mule like him before? Yeah, they don't want to play that's against no him. Disrespect. That's no disrespect. I mean, you know, he's strong. He uses physical yeah, attributes. So, yeah. He always, yeah. Gets, he always gives away... Like, referees seem to be against him. Like, in terms... And when I say that, I mean, he always seems to concede free kicks, which are very soft. Just because I don't know whether it's the way he jumps so. or... It looks like men against boys, so it looks like a foul, mm-hmm. but it's really not. Yeah, I am. Um, but yeah, they need him fit and and firing, mate, because I think he's vital to the way Wales Listen, play. Listen, we're, 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 like, many, with many other international teams, if we haven't got our full squad, we, you know, we're not going to be as strong. It's just as simple as that. If we have got our strongest squad, we'll give anyone a game. Anyone. Yeah. We've proven that before. Well, so, even with players out today, mate, I look at our bench and we got um, who's on the bench? Bale, um, Kabanga, J- uh, Jordan Levitt, Tyler Johnson. Roberts, Jabren and Johnson's there, Morale, um, Gunter, glasses on the bench, Mark Harris. You know, there's some players on the bench who can come and do something like you know, it's a bit special. So, um, it's not all doom and gloom in terms of obviously. For Wales, they want Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale fit, firing, and playing. But Gareth Bale has been playing in America. I'm not sure how many games Aaron Ramsey's played since he made his move to... Who did he go to? Nice, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know how many games he's played for him. You know, if he's been coming out regular or if he's injured. Let's have a look. Six games, one goal. So, I mean... What is it? Will we ten games into the season? About so he's played most of the games. No, not ten uh, games. But we play like there's seven, been ten six. in the. Oh, sorry, there's been ten in the championship, and the championship's normally a week or two ahead, isn't it? So yeah, so um, United only yeah, played so eight, like eight games. games or something. Yeah, six, six, seven games. So yeah, he's played the majority of the games for him then already, yeah. um, which is obviously a good sign 
uh, and he scored, he scored a goal as well. So, yeah, keep him fit, get him firing. Wales give anyone a, a game with the with their first choice 11, first choice squad. Oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. Even their first choice 12 or 13 players, I think, give anyone a game. Yeah. And you've got the likes of Ethan Ampadu and, and whatnot at the back of crack on like. Yeah. Loving it. Um I do I gotta say, as much as I enjoy watching Wales game play in, in uh in games that matter, I absolutely fucking hate I hate the international breaks at the start no, of the season. No, if you're just no. getting into the season, no it's like oh yeah, two weeks off. Well, it's gonna happen again, isn't it? But it's not gonna happen for international it's gonna happen for a World Cup. Yeah, but at least that's like literally, literally what it starts. Is it the end of November? Yeah, like sort of late November it starts. Yeah, it? So it's... that's around the corner that because literally around the corner from October, people are already posting flipping Christmas shit up. So, um, how can you put Christmas stuff up? That bothers me. It's September. People <laughs> do the message me the other day saying start putting home alone on. I'm like, oh my god. Right, so the first World Cup game is on the 20th of November. So, I mean, literally, from today... 25th? 20th. So, 20th. Yeah, that's literally like month. two months away from the first game. Wow. It's not Eight weeks. Yeah. And it wants to see... It wants to get back... What? What? No, it's internationals this weekend. They play again the week. So, we're not going to be back till next weekend, are we? Not this weekend, next So, basically, weekend. there's six weeks till the World Cup, isn't it? Because it's a two-week break now. Six weeks, World Cup. That's incredible. But I mean, well, no, they can't be six weeks because they've got to leave early, haven't they? To get yeah, yeah, of course. Week early. It'll be even be four weeks, probably more like, wouldn't it? Probably because be they'll five. Probably give them... they'll, have to, they'll probably be five because they'll have to break up and then meet up. Probably they'll probably give them seven or ten days. Well, yeah, they're gonna have to give them at least a week to meet up and train yeah, before yeah, exactly. World Cup they'll have to say seven to ten days. So you know, from four now or five weeks. No, for what well, from end of the month till the tenth of September is five weeks. Yeah, it's going to be weird having a World Cup at the you know in November in the middle of the season. It's be something different. I'd be I'd quite. You'll, it. you'll pretty see this probably happening every twenty years now, fifteen years. You know, Saudi Arabia will probably be next. Yeah, Maybe. I think they'll be the next with their eyes on it, won't they? Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, yeah. Let's see how it goes because um, obviously there's a lot of people who are not happy that it's in Qatar for various reasons. So I think I think as a tournament on the pitch, you know, it'll be fine. It'll just be a World Cup. But I think if anything is to happen off the pitch with the various protests and whatever, uh, you know, I'm excited because it's you know it's a World Cup and it's. it's Different, isn't it? It's like yeah, this is different. Yeah. It might, you know, it might be crap of him now. You know, it's back to normal. But no, it's something different. It's happening. So just enjoy it. Yeah. At the end of the day, every day, whether we get whether we're up for it or people are up for it or not, it's happening. And yeah. Wales, yeah. Wales are at the World Cup for the first time since 1954. Yeah. So I'm yeah. getting on board. Yeah. No Christmas films. Game yeah. every day in December. Football boom, 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 the boom, Christmas boom. films. Yeah, absolutely. Football, football over Christmas films. Yeah, the kids will be so happy. On the, on the snow, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be weird. Like it's snowing outside, and the World Cup's on. <laughs> it's gonna be really, really weird. Um, right. Last thing, I just to finish off. Um, 
What do you make of this story about um, Gillian Balagay uh, wrote a thing about um, Antoine Griezmann, the story why uh, the Atletico Madrid forward is only playing 30 minutes a game? I've read this, I've heard this before because they, they don't have to pay him so much money. Yeah, something like that. Like, he's 28 now. Um, is he Just a player? Get out there. Just get is out. he a player who has been stitched up by Barcelona? Or is he a player who hasn't lived up to his potential? Because I remember when he was... At the end of the day, you are your own boss. Yeah. If you don't want to play somewhere and you're an asset, you do do something about it. He's not done anything about it. He's gone. He's floated to Barcelona on loan. I'll come back to Africa. Now they're messing him about. He could have left in the summer. He didn't. He chose to stay Mm. for whatever reason. Money, whatever, you know, no, no, no amount of money is more than your your playing career. You know, you, you know, the time you get to play football. So yeah, short career, uh, twenty-eight years of age. He's in, he's, you know, at his peak. So just get out of there. Just get out. Would you take him at United? Um. Uh, if Ronaldo leaves, would you take him as a replacement for no. Ronaldo? Uh, to, mm, yeah, yeah, I would. But, you know, I'd push, yeah, I would. Probably so, better than what I've got. If Ronaldo leaves, is he in your top three selections to be no, Ronaldo's no, replacement? No. No. Who would be? Oh, that, that's, that's, a, that's deep thought, that. Um... Oh, that's a difficult question, that. Yeah, because a lot of the players who would have been, um, like your Lewandowski's or something like that, they're all getting on now, so it's mm. not the same. Yeah, but, you know, you think what happens in World Cups or major tournaments, people come out of it uh, you've never really seen before, have a good World Cup and go from strength to strength. But then again, some of them come out of that and are duds, so... Just the way to see what emerges over like next year or so, but yeah, I don't know because there's not many blessed centre forward strikers out there who are elite. I mean, elite like Harry Kane, Landowski, who guarantee you 20 25 goals, and that's what we've always had at United whether it was Brian McClare, Eric Cantona, Mark Hughes, Dwight York, Andrew Cole, Rude Van Nistelrooy, Berbatov, Rooney. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Aldo. Like, outside of Haaland, I find it difficult to think of a strikers, like top-level strikers, who are, you know, still quite relatively young. I know there is a few out there. Mbappe, but, you know, you're never going to get him away from there. So, you know... Well, the thing with Mbappe is he's so much money. What's going to happen with Mason Greenwood? 
Yeah, I um, I saw a, a quite an interesting thing the other day. Like, and you never know how true these things are. Of course, just saw some people, and one of them was a journalist speculating that, um, like, all the charges might be dropped, and they might be charging the person who complained with like whatever falsely trying to set something up or whatever. But you know, I no idea. Obviously, until they announce anything, nothing's official. But I mean. Could be a, a blockbuster story. I can see him playing for Manchester United again. Some people won't be happy with it, but you know, if the charges all dropped. Yeah, yes, see. Yes, we've heard all the video. Yes, we've heard the video. I, I heard it again this week, actually. And it's not nice. But, you know, what do we yeah. do? Just throw, him, just, just throw him to the wolves and just leave, just let him be, or we just try and educate him and say, you can't act like this. You can't. Yeah continue like this you can't speak to people like that or is it the relationship that they had together i don't mm. know but when a, when a girl says no get off me and i get off it you yeah. get off it don't you 100 like for me and this is again it's only my personal opinion i think the only way he plays for united again is if like this kind of... not just the charges are dropped but they completely exonerate him in some way that's the only um, way i think he sees it this kind of stuff happened in Ajax. Can't remember who with, but Ten Hag welcomed him back. Is it Mark Overmars? Yeah, I think it was. And yeah, so, but this is no. a bit different. This is probably a bit different. But if he if it's, it's no charges, no charges come. What are they doing? Because if they get rid of him and they let him go, I'll guarantee you someone else. Because this guy is a stud. As a footballer, he was coming up. He was a goal machine, and he was just playing out on the wide because just to get him games. He would have been the replacement. He would have been centre forward now for Manchester United if 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 this didn't come about. He would now be playing centre forward. Ten Hag would have him playing centre forward. So, and there's the problem solved. There's your centre forward. Twenty goals, twenty five goals. Boom! Don't have to cost them. Pay you anything? Don't have to cost you. He's already on your books. Yeah, someone would take him, and they if they, if United wash their hands of him, someone will take him. We've and seen United that with players United, who've done much worse. And you know? United won't do that; they won't do it. I think they they'll probably it. leave it. I think I think the the board sit will probably sit by him because he's one of their own, and he's been exonerated, and everything comes up. And yeah, I mean, he might not be. You know, we're just obviously and, speculating yeah, that if he if he but is if exonerated, it, but. If it is, then you know. It's, if it does go down the line, and he gets charged and he gets convicted. This his career's over. Yeah, but then the other aspect of that is well, mate, no, no, his career's not over. Is it over? It's not, mate. Because should I tell you why? Because no, he's, he's, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Lee Hughes killed someone. Came back and played for. Yeah, no, it's for not. People. Yeah, it's not over. No, I don't. I, yeah. I don't agree with it. By the way, I don't think there's certain things that you shouldn't be able to come back and play. No, for. It's, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not. He, no. That's, I'm wrong for saying it's career. It won't be over because he's he's not. His career is no Benjamin Mendy. If he gets done, then his career's over because you know he's he's multiple things he's done. But yeah, yeah. In fairness, I think if he gets convicted of those crimes, he's going to be in jail for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah, hence career over. So, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we just have to wait and see. But yeah, we. I think what I'm hearing, you know. He's, he, this is going to be all. Yeah, for the yeah. first time in the last couple of weeks, I've started hearing people bringing it back up again. Obviously, he was registered because he's under 
21. So he was automatically registered. And the other aspect of it, which I think you've got to bear in mind, is if he doesn't get charged or he gets the charges dropped or he's exonerated, whatever you want to say, is United can't just sack him. They haven't got a reason to sack him because he hasn't committed a crime uh, if he, yeah, as far as the CPS. Yeah, they'll just, get, just have a legal, legal suit against them, which they're not yeah. going to do. Yeah. So there's the other aspect of it. But I think there's. I think it's got to be more than just charges are dropped because of lack of evidence, if you like. I think he needs to be charges are dropped because he's not guilty for him to play for United again. Again, I'm guessing it's, it's only my opinion. I know, but also we've also seen that football as a whole has no morals and all the rest of it. Like it's a business in it at the end of the day. And he is a young footballer with a bag full of talent. So regardless of whether me or you think he should play for United again, if he's available, he probably will because he's a very good footballer. Yeah, but it's like any walk of life, any job you've got. Yeah, it doesn't matter because he's a footballer. You get, you get people get second chances in everything. He's not, he's not killed anyone. He, yes, yeah. it wasn't nice what he's done, but he could be educated, young lad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I do agree with you, um, and I think why I, I want to clarify something as well, just very briefly. And this is the, sorry to interrupt again. Well, this is the problem with with I've seen it with society generally, mate. No, 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 no. Seen it with these young footballers. From, seen it close and. They think they can do what they want, and they just can't. They can say what they want, they can do what they want. Everyone's an idiot back then. They just can't, and so everything comes on top of top. And then that's so yeah. They just can't. We just need to understand they can't do what anything you want. It just doesn't work like that. You know, they always not many of them hear no, no. So and when they do hear that, they don't understand it or don't listen to it. So. It's a problem because young lads have got, well, he's got million, million, millions pound house or whatever he's in. Uh, and they think they can do whatever they want, but obviously they can't and they just need educating. Yeah. Really do, but then, but then you shouldn't need to be educated to treat people with respect, should you? You shouldn't. No, I, no, I know, but someone, some people get out of the box because they're, treat, they're treated. They don't get told no from the age of probably like yeah, 15. Yeah, they get treated, treated like on a pedestal all the time. And, you know, once they hear a negative or something, no, they don't, they can't deal with it because they're not used to it. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's just, and, it, and it's and it's wrong. And, and this one, in this instinct, you know, it's criminal. So, yeah. And, uh, and I, we've I, seen it over the years. We've seen it recently. And we'll continue to see it because... These are pampered individuals who think they can get away with murder and they just can't. 100%, mate. I completely agree with you. Um, I do want to say, I do want to clarify something which I said. Um, so when I was comparing the situation to like Lee Hughes and Luke McCormack who, who killed people and then came back to football, I wasn't comparing uh, the cases. I was comparing or I was saying that <clears> like <throat> you said, you know, his career might be over. And I said, yeah. well, someone who's um, killed someone has come back. Man. But some, some people people, people yeah. twist things, don't they? So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, and I, by the way, I I believe, and just my opinion, so I think that Lee Hughes, <laughs> um, Luke McCormack, and there was a couple of others who had killed people. They shouldn't have been allowed to play football again, because there's one thing. There's a there is a line like, and if you kill someone or kill a family or whatever, 
then I don't think you should be allowed the privilege of being a professional footballer but, and earning millions. And but again, this goes back to football. I think it has its own rules, and they can do yeah. what they want. You're an asset. Blah 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 blah. It's a business. You know, yeah. So uh, you know, most listen. Listen, most of the ninety-two teams wouldn't have took took back. You know, yeah. a couple. There's always a couple. Who was the Spanish player who killed someone um, in a car accident? Alonso. Was it well, Alonso? One that, yeah, it was. I think the one not um, not the one who played for Liverpool. The other one, and the Chelsea. one who's just gone. Yeah, the one who's just gone back yeah. to Barca yeah. or whatever. But that was when he was young, wasn't it? Was it, was it yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, it's um, yeah. I just I, I do really do see him back at Man United. I do, but. You know, don't quote me that. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I but think that solves um, the issue we're talking about, mate. Yeah. Well, going back years. to the question about Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's answered the, the original question. Um. So, but yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not growing on trees. These centre forwards in the minute, not mm. the elite ones anyway. Would you be happy to have him back playing for United? Yes. Yes. Would you be comfortable with it? Uh, yes, if he was, if he's exonerated, and you know he's been through, you know what, this last year wouldn't have been nice for him. So he would have to, you know, grow up a bit, mature, learn a few things, um, go on a few courses or whatever you need to do to understand. You can't speak to people like you can't treat people like that. The microscope is on. You know, you're gonna get stick wherever you're gonna go. You're gonna get this. You're gonna get that. You just got to rise above it and be strong, and I'm sure it, you know it'll build his character because some things like this do. But you know it's going to stick with this this one. Uh, but he's going to have to deal with it the rest of his life because uh, there's always a clown on Twitter or someone who will mention it. You know, even I get stuff mentioned even though like ten ten years ago. So uh, you're going to have to deal with it. It's um, but that's you know it's his doing. And he's just got to learn from it. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? And I think the other thing to bear in mind is, yes, we've all heard the the audio and stuff like that, but there hasn't been a court case yet. So, and he hasn't released like any sort of statement in terms of his side of the story or or what. So, like, we don't really know. The whole ins and outs of it, we know, like a five-second clip or whatever it is, which obviously, yeah, by the way, sounds horrific, sounds horrible, but there's, it's, there's, uh, there's no context to it. There's no before and after, and yeah, I don't know. It's um, this, isn't, this isn't the, the old J case. No, why is it taking so long? Yeah. Well, so, you know, they, they, like they, I say, obviously, obviously, you know, crossing all the T's. Dotting all the eyes and and yeah, so. But I don't know why it's taken so long. I mean, I, I like I've heard stuff and I've seen people saying stuff on social media. I'm sure you will have heard much more than me because you're based up Manchester way about you know what could be uh, could be happening and blah blah blah. But I mean, until it's uh, official, you can't really say too much about it. But it'll be fascinating to to follow. Um, Gonna watch the rest of the, the Wales game over the last couple of minutes. Um as always, mate, absolute pleasure. Um 
we'll be back next week for uh, for another episode of international football. And I'll probably be double my scoring Super I'll Six. I have to scroll down even more to see your name, but you'll get over it. Just just lulling lulling you into a false sense of security before I finish it. Go on a streak of like fifteen game winning streak as always right now nice one mate um guys girls whatever nice one for tuning in we'll see you next week spread the word all that good stuff see you soon sports social podcast network